0: Welcome to Fangirl Fridays. I'm Natalie
1: and I'm Marin. I literally just had to cut you off because we're having a full blown podcast, and I was like, "We're not recording. We need to save this conversation for what we do here." You're smart. Uh, I no. I just although was like,
0: no one really wants to hear my thoughts on American Horror Story two episodes in, but, but they
1: do because it's like your dream aesthetic. I know, and you're kind of you don't know yet.
0: I don't know yet because. I, loved, I love, at this point, I love everyone that's, like, in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm always excited to see what everyone's going to do. You're and attached. Leslie Grossman's great as, like, love. this camp counselor. Mm-hmm. But I don't know where it's going to go because American Horror Story always goes in, like, six different directions, totally. as you know. Too much. And we've already done a lot in two episodes, and it's, like, trying to stick to the slasher genre at a camp. Uh-huh. I'm like, where? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? So I'm, like, sucked in either way.
1: All right. That's... That's fair.
0: Yeah, But that's not what I'm fangirling over. What are you fangirling over? I am fangirling over a hot news story that I can't get enough of. Okay. So this um, family adopted a child from the Ukraine, and she started, like, acting very strange and making, like, threatening—I don't know if she's, like— Joked that she was like poisoning their drinks and like was being very odd and (laughs) murdery. And they basically casually left her and moved to Canada. Okay. This, This took place in Indiana, by the way. Okay. Also, she's not a child, she's a full blown adult. What? She's just a little person. What? The story is they can't find this person. Okay. And they just found her yesterday. Okay. In Indiana with another family. What? What I'm—she like
1: catfishing
0: people? Oh, so so here's what I'm obsessed with. I was reading the update on a Jezebel article, and someone—the first comment was like, "So is this a thing?" And I, and then they went on to say they were teaching at a summer school, and this kid always seemed kind of off, but like they didn't think anything of it, and it turned out he was a grown-up pretending to be a kid, and he was from the Ukraine. What? Is there like some sort of school? That's what I'm saying. Is like this an export? What's happening?
1: Oh, I, I get am why you're obsessed. obsessed I with get why this. you're obsessed. Wait, this is this has not been like headline news. Have I missed it? I mean, it has been, but not like CNN okay. headline it's news. It's like impeachment and then like yes. catfishing Ukraine children's. They CNN. covered
0: it on my favorite murder last week because okay. it's such a hot topic. They oh. do a better job explaining it.
1: Ugh.
0: I am very in. But so they Love found story. her. And so... so also what makes this crazy is there's a horror movie called The Orphan. Yes. Same I have not seen same it. story. What? I have not seen this movie. Same story, though. huh It's a kid who's, like, ki- trying to kill this family. It turns out she's a full-blown adult.
1: Well, that was a turn I was not expecting. Yeah. Um, I'm also into fangirling over—not really fangirling over— Because it's, like, kind of sad, Um, the whole, like, Aaron Carter situation that's happening. Yes. That face tattoo. Yeah. Did you see it? Mm Mm-hmm. Hard to miss. Nick Carter
0: had to get a restraining order. A restraining
1: order. Like, boy, did you ever watch the Carters, their reality show?
0: There's a clip I revisit on YouTube quite often where Aaron Carter's blasting music and Nick Carter's not having it at, like, 3 a.m. It's (laughs) Uh a very good clip.
1: I... That show was a time. That family, a time. Um, Had a hard life. Real hard life. The sister's gone. Raised themselves. Like, definitely much more of a tragic story than you would anticipate from a boy band situation. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm very intrigued by what's happening. I don't want to, like, pass too much judgment because I know there's, like, definitely a decent amount of mental illness combined with likely some drug use. And it's just, like... It's, yeah. You're, we're all kind of like on the edge of our seats. Like anytime you get a face tattoo, not a good decision. No. Not great. Never. Um, but it's making for good headlines. Yes. Nonetheless. <laughs> um, so I'm, I am intrigued. Also, where we were just talking about in our unrecorded podcast, I watched the premiere of This Is Us. Mm-hmm. And you're fangirling over I'm it? I'm not fangirling or? over it. Okay. So here's my thing. Very bold choice for a premiere to... Uh, to put that much attention on people that you don't know in season four. Or care about four. by
0: the end of the episode.
1: See, I disagree with that. I liked it. But it was like a very... I was watching it through your eyes of hate being like, okay, all right. It was a very bold choice to make that the season premiere of okay, your fourth I season. Okay, I don't hate that
0: they're like... Not in the family. I hate everything about the characters themselves <laughs> okay. and what they do. Okay,
1: so you hate. They those made people bad
0: choices there
1: individually.
0: Yes, so as
1: individuals, hate I hate them. Kate and Toby's son.
0: Yes, <laughs> fully.
1: You hate him. He had some charm, but mm, my his question song? is, what is going on with Malik's baby mama? Like, it's very See, rare. I also,
0: I want. I'm sure that. Man, boy is very nice, but I want better for Deja. Like, I was very upset.
1: I was very, I was upset. I was like,
0: I don't need this drama for Deja. She's been through enough.
1: Hilarious, (laughs) though, for Randall to be like, what's going on with your face? Like, that was like a very funny dad line that I was like, perfect. Um, Intrigued by what's happening in the past. I don't know. I always like a good uh, Rebecca and Jack I did feel better
0: because they were, they did a, like... Next week or this season on This Is Us, and there were some more, like, old stuff, with the kids. I'm like, thank you. You're like, great. This Um, is what I came for.
1: I forgot to tell you that, so Eric, very into, this is going to sound weird, Japanese knives, but he's a big cook, so he likes appropriate gear. And he has befriended this guy who owns a knife store, and he, like, sometimes just goes in there and, like, dicks around. Milo, in there all the time. (gasps) I was like, what? Milo also into Japanese knives? Seems right. Yeah. Makes sense. Great. Um, okay. That's it. That's all I have. Uh, we're going to do something. where I'm actually very excited for this series. Me too. We were, like, unsure about, like, how we were going to do this, and I don't even remember how the idea came up. Essentially, what we are going to do is we are going to cover three pilots from a decade. This first episode, we're going to do the 80s, and we're going to do the 80s, 90s, and 2000s. This is going to be a a pick-a-pilot. We're going to watch all these pilots, see if we like the show or if we would have liked the show, and then we'll cover that series in some way for our next... In the near future. In the near future. So for all of these today, I have probably never seen the pilot episode of either of them, but watched a decent amount of each show. I had never seen two of them,
0: I think. I mean... We tried to pick shows before we give them away. Mm -hmm. We tried to pick shows that we didn't know much about, so it would be more fun to dive in in our next series. Mm
1: -hmm. All right. So the shows that we watched the pilots of are Moonlighting, 21 Jump Street, and Designing Women.
0: Where do we even start?
1: Okay. I think we have to start with Moonlighting because it was a full-on it's, movie.
0: It's a thousand percent our favorite show
1: now. Obsessed. So, okay, I will give you the overview. By the way, when we chose this, we did not know that the pilot was uh-huh, an hour and a half. Yes, and you can watch it on Daily Motion. Yes. So, Maddie Hayes, played like played by Sybil Shepherd, wakes up to find her staff have quit and all her money has been stolen. One of the few remaining assets is she has is a loss making investigation agency run by David Addison. She sacks the staff, but David is determined to keep it going. So, Maddie's a former model or mm-hmm. is a model.
0: They do a great job sh- just showcasing her modeling career mm-hmm. at the beginning.
1: Yeah, all of her like real covers. I felt like you were dying. I was dying the whole time. Now, the sh- pilot starts off very Confusingly, there's a yes. whole like what felt like 15 minutes before we even get to Sybil Shepherd and Bruce Willis of just some random person being murdered <laughs> and or like being not even murdered like he's being chased he ends yes. up being hit by a car he was supposed to be murdered who's the guy that's going to murder him the pot-faced guy from Greece <laughs>
0: yeah very very much a character actor yeah. In the 80s. Uh-huh. I,
1: yeah. And I was just like, I know those pockmarks anywhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was well, just like. I mean,
0: you've you got to be honest. It's Hollywood. There aren't many actors in Hollywood with pockmarks.
1: No. And he has a full-on mohawk. He's like a punk. Yeah. He's, He's running. running barefoot He's running. with swimming goggles on. Shocked. Shocking. I was like, how is he running like that? Like, I was so confused. And was like going to shoot someone wearing these goggles. Yes. So very confusing. So it's 10 minutes of that. Then we get into Maddie. So Maddie, former model, she was the shampoo girl for Blue Moon Shampoo. And she has basically, you know, given her assets to her managers to run for her, run all of her money. They steal everything. And her whole staff, their checks are bouncing. They're all livid. They leave. She discovers that she's been bamboozled. And now she's got to, like, figure it out. I will say... For someone who typically when you portray a model or an actress, Mm -hmm. they're kind of dumb, not Maddie. No. She, like, knew right what to do. Like, goes to the accountant, goes to the lawyer, like, and the lawyer's basically like, you got to liquidate these other assets that you have because they're sucking you dry. She goes to... The California Agency is, like, what it's called. My
0: favorite moment. I, I didn't even take very many notes because I was genuinely enjoying uh-huh, this pilot. Uh-huh. But she walks in and she just, like, says hello to the woman at the front desk and takes her sunglasses down a little bit. And she just responds, wow. <laughs> yeah. I was like, same. Totally. I am blown away by Civil Shepherd.
1: Yeah. So then, for the next, I mean, right out the gate, the chemistry... Between the two of them, which is, like, you understand why this show lasted as long as it did, because it is, like, I was, like, sweating. Like, I was just, like, (laughs) oh, my God. Like, (laughs) the two of them together, and Bruce Willis, you want to punch in the face the whole time because he's, like, so. Like, determined and obnoxious. and obnoxious, but, like, charming, and you, like, are annoyed that you're charmed by him. And he has so much hair, and it's very disconcerting. It is thinning. It's thinning. You could see it's thinning, but it's like we all know Bruce Willis as bald, and so it's very confusing. But the two of them together, and this show is dialogue heavy. Yeah. (laughs) There is a lot of banter between the two of them. I was in. I guess it's known
0: as one of the first big dramedies. I could see it. It was great. Sense. The physical comedy in this show, there was a moment with like a ball in a trash can. Yeah. I, I laughed out loud. Yes. No. And fast forward to the end, there's a scene with a ladder. Was so uncomfortable, no matter how faked it looked. Totally. I was 100% in on the show. You
1: were very into it. So essentially, they she fires him. She's like, we got to close the agency. He has two company Porsches. I was like, what was going on in the 80s? Like, how... What's happening? Um, Through a series of events, they decide to team up and solve this mystery that calls back to the cold open of this guy getting murdered. And it's all about a watch. It's all about a watch. They lose it. They take it back. Someone threatens to kill them. There's a very, very long scene of them being, like, tied up and threatened with, like— A stove. And like a
0: hot dog. Yeah, (laughs) before that, even there's a crazy elevator scene. Oh, that was my
1: only note. A lot of elevator drama. (laughs) A lot
0: of elevator drama. Mm -hmm. So the punk
1: and. You know where that is? That's the Sheridan downtown. No, Sheridan Bonaventure. Mm -hmm. So
0: the punk and this bad guy, I thought he was working for, but he's not. Yeah. They were like in dueling elevators. And somehow the worst of the two knew. (laughs) Which level to get off of every time? I'm like, this isn't how elevators work. No. If you press a button, it's going. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It It did not understand the scene. Solid 10 minutes of no talking (laughs) elevator drama. Like, it was intense. And I was stressed out. I was very stressed out by it. Um, But in the end, there's also... a. So that Eastern, that clock, all of this is in downtown LA, Mm -hmm. which I never realized. I don't think I ever, like, put it together necessarily that it was Los Angeles because when you're a kid, you're like, I don't care where this is. Um, So that Eastern clock is, like, one of the biggest monuments in downtown LA and I have a distinct memory of it because on my wedding day I could see it out of my bridal window so it's like a weird thing that's kind of seared in my brain but she scales this freaking clock and she's in heels the whole time he's like looking up her skirt and it is she's just like balls to the wall like I don't care we're gonna figure this out I'm gonna find these diamonds because of course there's diamonds involved and it was ninety minutes of a ride. The last like twenty minutes get a little bonkers, but I was like, oh yeah, I would a hundred percent have been into the show if I was yeah. watching it in real time.
0: I yeah, I was thinking this would be my appointment television. <laughs> like I would come home and watch it. You're
1: like I need to watch Moonlight.
0: One thing I noticed though, her hair, Sybil Shepard's hair, every scene was different. Yeah, and I get it because one I really want this hair and I was spending time trying to figure out how to do it Yeah. and it's I think it's rollers it's rolled. it's like hot it's a rollers hot roller. mm-hmm. and you can't really duplicate that exactly no every single time it's different it made me want to watch some old charlie's angels yeah. to figure out if they're better at hair I, mean, I don't know i had a lot of problems with it
1: i have hot rollers and it is every time is it's like a roll of the dice yeah. you don't know how but it's but
0: they were doing go. scenes like minute to minute her hair was different
1: it was bad But i think it like falls i don't know there's yeah but she looked amazing she looked gorgeous couple of stray notes pantyhose just forgot like In general. I like pantyhose. I know, but like that black sheer pantyhose in the 80s. So this show came out in 1985. And there's a scene where she like goes to dinner. Yeah. And she's wearing like an off the shoulder. It's very like pretty woman sort of vibe I was getting. Mm -hmm. But her hair is like fully blown, like done up. Black pantyhose. Sensible pump. I sensible pumps. It's a lot of sens- are weird. A lot of sensible pumps. There's a lot of like shots of her feet walking.
0: Yes. Um. And so, but it's not even like foot fetish because it's heels. No, it's heels. It's just like sensible a sensible very- heels. I just. Chris oh. Willis busts out that harmonica. Episode one. I mean, calm down. <laughs>
1: calm down. He's <laughs> playing Blue Moon. Like I don't know. You like hate him. You kind of want to punch him in the face, but also like he's very lovable in a way. And like their banter just. Right out the gate. Yeah. Like, you're like, are they going to fuck? Like, it's just like second <laughs> it's one. Like,
0: but I all I was wondering is how far they're going to push that
1: until it happens. I can't remember. Because you don't want it to happen too soon. No, but it was like, oh, man, this is insane. <laughs> but I was 100% here for it. Mm-hmm. Every time I watched Moonlighting as a kid, I remember being like, this is fun. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I've never like, seen Moonlighting in my life. Ever? No. Oh, my God. I remember loving it, but just not understanding the context of it Yeah. And really understanding, like, the sexual tension. But – Oh, one more thing about yeah. the running. So <laughs> – okay.
0: The punk with the mohawk is running barefoot behind a man who's not wearing headphones. Yes. You would feel someone running behind you very closely. Yes. They're they're like... He's like oblivious. Touching. Yes.
1: (laughs) It's so (laughs)
0: awkward and close. I feel like maybe as just as a paranoid woman in today's world, (laughs) I feel someone looking at me a mile away. Yeah. But he had no idea.
1: It drove me nuts. There were... There's so there's Nazis involved. There's smuggling. Like like where's it gonna go? Where's it gonna go? There is just an insane amount of stuff in this ninety minutes, and we'll get to this too with Twenty One Jump Street. Like, was this a thing that happened? Like, did they do them as like almost real TV movies, and then it's like if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Like, oh, we got a TV movie out of it.
0: One of my questions was, were most TV shows originally meant to be movies? Because I kept watching. Well, as I was watching Moonlighting and Twenty One Jump Street, I kept thinking this would be a better movie. So I could rewatch it a million times. Yeah, you know
1: what I mean? Totally. Okay, let's just get into Twenty One Jump Street. Um <laughs> 1987. As part of a new police initiative, a young looking police officer, Hansen, is sent into a high school undercover to investigate a dangerous drug dealer.
0: Okay, fire intro right off the bat.
1: Yeah, was very in. <laughs> you were like fifty fifty on this. So, did you watch both parts? No. Okay. I only I'm, watched part one. I only watched part because one, Because it had a too. good
0: break. Moonlighting was very much, you're going to watch two hours. Yeah. And this one said, to be continued.
1: Yes. Fire intro. When those guys bust into the sliding glass door of that home yeah. and then shoot both, the television. Both of these
0: pilots, <laughs> random people in the opening. So, totally. this is just like a random family. Yeah. Very who wealthy. I, the son will, I think, play a role. Yes. But
1: he's like... Maybe a drug dealer.
0: Unclear. We don't don't know. No. And then everyone's crying. These teens are threatening the family.
1: Yeah. The brother's giving a lot of Anthony Michael Hall vibes. Yeah. Um, They also reference a lot of pop culture. Yes, which I really like. Yeah. They reference Pretty in Pink. I think they were just trying to be trendy. Yeah. But I loved it. They referenced like the Chicago Bears, like who had just won the Super. I don't know. (laughs) I was like, what? Also, there was a
0: bad throwaway line at the beginning the mom says to the daughter come on anorexia dinner
1: i was like whoa yeah, it's like literally it's the casually throw in the anorexia it's the first line of the pilot so essentially the whole thing is that johnny depp is a brand new police officer first of all just talk about johnny depp on television like just this was the beginning of yeah. johnny depp was this when's a cry baby should look well, it up night on
0: elm street too True.
1: That
0: crop top.
1: Right. But so he's a brand new cop. He's 21. (laughs) He looks like a baby. Looks like a baby. And no one is taking him seriously. He also, we learn, his dad was a police officer. He is dead. He got picked on a lot as a kid. So he's kind of got this, like, he's trying to prove something. Mm -hmm. We learn a lot in subtle ways. Essentially, he's become a liability to the force. Because he looks too young. <laughs> and They send him away. They send him away to an undercover program where they infiltrate high schools. How much did you love the, like, montage of him? Well, first,
0: Holly Robinson, Pete. Just
1: great. Holly Robinson at this point. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Saw her after Beyonce once. Oh, it was great. Yeah, I loved her. Great slub sighting. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Mr. All caps my notes. Like, wow, a teen fashion makeover. Here's my big thing.
1: A pivotal earring in television. Pivotal earring. Maybe one of extreme the most. Extreme dangle earring. Extreme. Maybe one of the most pivotal earrings, like when you really yeah. think about it. And he's like a total square and everyone's making fun of him for his like JFK haircut and then that oh, leather even, jacket. Even
0: before the montage, my favorite part of the episode. So I got bored for a couple minutes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I looked away. I
1: hear a saxophone. All of a sudden, Johnny Depp is playing saxophone in his bedroom. (laughs) I died. It's like a very strong saxophone, like, interlude. And I was just like, wow. With, like, a father-son photo. This is a lot of sax going on for this interlude. And then he's sad playing the saxophone. playing the damn sax. I lost my mind. And listening to, like, old tapes of his dad, like, on voicemail. Like, it was (laughs) crazy. Like, and I just had this moment where I was like, was this, like sexy? Like it was this like, oh look at this hot guy playing the saxophone. But then like Rob Lowe plays the sax. Like the sax was really big in the eighties. Dangly earrings, sax, like Like, there's eight thing St. Allen. But if I
0: was walking by like walking down the hall and saw that, I would not think it's hot.
1: No, just like a sad dude playing sax (laughs) to
0: his dad's
1: voice. Oh my God. I'm so glad you brought this up because I remember just being like, oh my God, <laughs> what is happening? Wow. Like, so, that was the episode for me. Yeah. Sad sax. That ended. Dangling earring. But yeah, Johnny Depp looking. Super fire. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone. And then there's uh, there's Peter Deloise, who I just looked up, and he is Dom, in fact, Dom DeLuise's <laughs> son. He's my strongest memory from this show. Like, I would occasionally watch episodes as a kid, and I very much can, like, see him and remember him more than anything mm-hmm. else. Um, but they're just – they're a bunch of newer cops that look really young. That can, have like, to act young. Have to act young. They have to remember how to be teens. So – it's okay, our dream so diet. You're not, yeah, that's what I was going to bring up.
0: You're not a teen, but you're being a teen. You have to eat like, like a, a teen. teen. How do you fight
1: that weight gain? I know. I was immediately, I'm like, what? But won't you feel like garbage if you're eating potato chips and Pepsi for breakfast every yes. morning? Like, also, kids eat vegetables. Like, I don't know. I was just like, eh, whatever. He's like, you I'll get an omelet. I guess you
0: just eat a nice dinner when you're alone.
1: I guess. Um, but so he, after this... Super great makeover scene. Holly Robinson nails it. And they put him out to, you know, get his chops, go undercover, yeah. and he immediately blows it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he's, he's not supposed he's to arrest a someone. Cop.
1: He's such a cop. He's not supposed to arrest someone. He's got to make this drug deal. The guy's like, I think you're a cop. And Johnny Depp's like, not a cop. And he sells him fake drugs. Sells him fake drugs. He blows it. Then he's got to go undercover to the fancy school. And we call back to the opening. like With why, the random son. Yes, with the random son. But why is no one questioning the fact that this teenager didn't have a Ferrari and now has a Ferrari and no one's, like, questioning yeah. the fact that this and kid— And his
0: rip-off Michael Jackson jacket. Oh, my God.
1: He's, like, 100% thriller. Yeah. And it's kind of brutal. Um, but so Johnny Depp's got to prove himself at this new school. Yeah.
0: to be continued. To be continued.
1: Would have 100% watched the show. Yeah. Uh, first, just Johnny Depp alone, just, like, the eye candy of that. Yeah. Plus, like, there's just a lot of want And
0: I want to keep watching just to see the development of his looks because it's going to yeah. get better.
1: I, like, almost pressed play to keep watching. <laughs> like, I was just like, yeah, I'm in. I have been sold. I mean, that's something I could do today. Just why not? Just start watching all of 21 Jump Street. But, yeah, just it's as good as you think it should be yes um also i was thinking though today we are just dumb like they there's not a lot of explanation that happens in some of these shows like you have to pick up on stuff where i feel like today in a lot of programming we get like beat over the head with like this is so and so's Mm dad he's dead like you know you're like oh okay like and you got to fit in in a much shorter period of time i don't know you cut you had to pay attention I agree. Speaking of paying attention, Designing Women. Could not pay attention. So you told me, oh, okay, let me read it. Designing Women, 1986. At the interior design firm of Sugarbaker & Associates in Atlanta, Georgia, thrice divorced ex-beauty queen Suzanne Sugarbaker, younger sister of founder Julia, goes out with the ex-husband of her coworker Mary Jo Shively. Very confusing. There's, like, a lot of people. I
0: have a lot of problems with this pilot. If Even the story. I
1: felt like, like you I was just read, I watching a Tennessee Williams play. Like, it was m- madness and very dramatic.
0: So I watched a lot of Designing Women with my great-grandma B, and I have no memory of this at
1: all. Of the pilot or watching Designing Women? <laughs> the pilot okay.
0: and mostly specific episodes uh-huh. in general. Yeah. I just know I watched a lot of it.
1: I have distinct memories of... And I of love,
0: like, the
1: outfits. I love Charlene's the theme song. chair.
0: Yes. That I love Meshach Taylor. Yes. But he's not even in the he's pilot. It doesn't come in yet. No.
1: Mm-hmm. This was – you said that you had watched this Yes, I rewatched recently. it. It was madness. Yeah. Like, straight insanity.
0: Well, my thing is what I thought Designing Women was was, like, a Golden Girls, but they're working women. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I thought – even though – Golden Girls, like, they're always, like, insulting each other. But it's in, like, a loving way. Here, I'm not even sure they all like each other. I thought it was some kind of, like, feminist, like, build-each-other-up show. But this pilot does not give me that at all. No.
1: Uh, No. Uh, So you have Julia, who runs Sugar Bakers. Again, so we we learn that her husband has recently died. She wanted to start her own business, which she has done. In her house? That's always my thing. I'm like, is this... Just their place of business? Does she live upstairs? Like, like, did she they convert, convert live the I living room? I feel like room? they all
0: live there. I don't understand. That's very
1: confusing. I was confused by, like, the kitchen or, like, the coffee mm-hmm. section. Um, her sister, Suzanne, a little bit of a Delta oh, Burke. Delta Burke. Wearing sunglasses indoors. That look was just everything. Definitely, they, I mean, they, like, literally call her a hoe like yeah. <laughs> multiple times they use the word whore they use the word bitch like you're right it's not very empowering with the exception of one monologue from julia Sugarbaker when the guy comes to sit with them at sushi and she's like oh i know who you are and i was yeah. like oh she's a full 2019 she does that every mood. episode i think mm-hmm. but like you i was just like man like this this little snippet holds up (laughs) she just and when you think about like what else was on tv or like how women were being portrayed like that was very different yes um and particularly like a southern woman to be just like nah like i'm just gonna rip you down but a lot of confusion a lot of mayhem scott bakula though was pretty pumped about that special guest scott bakula special guest scott bakula
0: jean smart very funny so funny just naturally funny
1: have we talked about this that it's very hard to play dumb? Um, like, yes, usually, it is. It, and t- drunk. Hard to play dumb, hard to play drunk, but it's usually like the smartest people that are the best at playing dumb. Mm-hmm. And I do think she's probably, it's funny now, like having watched her in Legion or having watched her in other things and like going back to kind of like what made Gene Smart famous, you're like, oh wow, yeah. this is a very different role for you. Did not care for this. No, in and- a way that made me very sad. I know. I think
0: if I just watch this live on television, I think, oh, I'm not going to watch this. But if it's on Hulu today, I think I will watch this and see if it gets better Mm -hmm.
1: or if it gets worse because how could it get much worse? So, watching pilots is very interesting because sometimes they're exactly the same. They set the tone and the Mm -hmm. vibe very well right up front. Most times, the second episode, feels very different because they like make changes they shoot they recast second season completely you get mishak like where is he coming from like is he coming in the second episode i don't know know. what season does he come in like i very much remember him as part of the show so i was straight up disappointed it moves so
0: quickly they put so much in 22 minutes Mm -hmm. I could barely keep up. Annie Potts also gave a crazy monologue. Yeah. We only have so much time.
1: (laughs) A lot of monologues. Again, very... One monologue
0: per episode,
1: please. Dialogue heavy. Yeah. Just a lot of chatting. Which is pretty impressive for a sitcom, I think. Mm -hmm. I mean, so of those three, which one was your favorite? Moonlighting. I, I... I think so, too. I like, you know, and you and I are both comedy over drama people, so getting that element of comedy in Moonlighting, as opposed to 21 Jump Street that's, like, just straight kind of drama action. Yeah, I think I have to say
0: Moonlighting, too. I don't even know what it is. Maybe it's just, like, their chemistry, but something about it just made me want to keep watching. Like, I need to know what's going to happen.
1: It was insane. Their chemistry is insane. Like, it, I can't think of another duo on television that I've ever been like, "Whoa, this mm. is palpable." In I'm like a minute, I'm gonna one. think on this. I, there's gotta be some. <sighs> <sighs> all right, so moonlighting is prevailing from our 80s, but like,
0: 90s. We... I feel like we're gonna want to do all of them. I, I know. mean, we haven't
1: finalized our options, but it's gonna be tough. 90s, like sneaky time for great television. Yeah. Um, in a way that I'm not. And
0: we're going to watch shows that we definitely should have seen by now that we have Yeah, haven't. the 90s is going
1: to be embarrassing because yeah. we're going to, like, <laughs> really tell you all the shows that we're weak in. Yep. Um, our weaknesses are coming through. Our weaknesses are coming through. But, all right, Moonlighting. Yep. Our pick-a-pilot for the 80s. It's in contention. Yeah. I would not be mad if we did Five seasons,
0: 13 mm-hmm. episodes each. Not bad.
1: It's 13 episodes, so I thought it was longer than that. I think it's only 13. Oh, all right. But, yeah, just Bruce Willis with hair just watch the pilot just for that you guys like it is a real mind trip just we've like you know we grew up with bruce willis yeah and this is also like he's getting together with demi Moore. wow
0: it's the time
1: it's right at that time i need to now take a deep deep dive into sybil shepherd
0: oh did you watch sybil
1: yeah
0: okay loved sybil
1: With me, too. Uh, Christine Baranski. That's, like, how yeah. I, like, know that she's famous. <laughs> Loved that show. Also, but I'm just like, where did she come from? Like, does she have a book? I need to read it. I bet she does. <laughs> <laughs> this is just how we get really obsessed with Civil Shepherd. I mean, I'm already there. Already there, yeah. <laughs> already there. Okay, guys. Tell us, have you watched any of these pilots? Watch them. You're, it's going to be, like, a two-and-a-half-hour endeavor, but it's worth it. Watch Designing Women. See what you think. We should reach out to, isn't there a podcast, the Sugar Baker Girls? Yeah. Just be like, guys, what do you, whoa. <laughs> like,
0: what do you think of this insane pilot? What do you
1: think of this? Um, send us your thoughts at HelloFangirls at gmail.com. So until
0: next week, bye. bye.